six. All right. Let's see. It looks like we're on a purple square. Nice. And ooh, you know where we are. It looks. I'm seeing a lot of candy canes. Mmm. We must be in Callista Candy Cane Forest. Callista. Oh, yum. Let's get a lick, huh? Yes. Uh, Mm, Tastes like Christmas and Callista. Mm, Your breath smells great. Oh, good. Thank you. All right. Okay. So it's your turn to roll the dice. Go ahead. Okay. Hold on. Okay. (laughs) All right. What is that? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, seven, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Ooh, lucky. Okay. <laughs> one, one, two. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> Wait, actually, I think that might be a four. Oh, sh- okay, okay, okay. Here we go. Ready? Okay. One, one two, three, four. four. Ooh, we landed on what color is that square? That's, that's red. Okay. Are Ooh. you colorblind? Because I think that other square was green. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so, okay, we're on red. Oh, ooh. ooh. Jesus, it's cold as hell in here. I know, I can see my breath. <sighs> I can see my nipples. They look oh, yeah. good. There's lots of steam coming out of them. <laughs> <laughs> They're breathing pretty heavy. <laughs> no kidding. Oh, I bet I know why it's so cold. Yeah, I think, you know, I mean, why? We must be in Amy Ass Cream uh valley valley that's right oh amy ice cream you know what yum ice cream is my favorite i love it too what's your favorite flavor of ice cream plain (laughs) plain oh what about you vanilla okay because i really know vanilla is a flavor so you i like like mine plain (laughs) like milk frozen milk okay uh well i like chocolate so (laughs) well how about that okay let's your turn all right (laughs) All right, thank you, Amy, ass cream. Okay, I'm gonna pick up the die. I'm rolling. Ooh, three. Okay, great. Okay. One, two, three. Very nice. Yeah, that was good. What color is this one? Um, it's either red or green or neither. It's neither. All right. It's clear. <laughs> no fucking way. It's clear. I'm sorry. Damn it. Okay. Anyway. Wow. Look at that. We're, is that what I think it is? That big, beautiful castle? We made it. We, we did it. Fin- after this grueling journey through Candyland. Arduous. My feet are killing me. We lost three of our companions. <laughs> we did it. Oh my God. I had to eat my donkey. But we made it to the end. We made it to Queen Chocolate Brittle Brandon Q's Castle. You know what? I'm glad we lost those people. They were they were slowing us down. More brittle for us. More brittle for us from from Brandon. Brandon Q Queen Brittle. Oh, thank you, everyone. I'm excited to go home and see my family and just try and move past this horrific experience. I can't wait to see my wife. Oh, I've missed her. I've never even met any of my children. They're probably gross, right? Well, I'll find out. I I wouldn't know, yeah. (laughs) We'll find out. All right. All right. Let's go. Yay! (laughs) Yay!
Blink, blink, ding, bling. Ding, 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 Welcome everyone to Hoya Podcast. Hi Amy, hi everyone. How are you? I'm great. I hope everybody else is great. How are you? I'm good. How's yeah. your week been? It's been there's a lot. There's been a lot. Yeah. But it's been good. We did our Twitch last night. That's right. We did our trivia and it was really fun, you guys. It was a lot of fun. We are addicted to the attention now. Yes. The second we ended, Jackie went, I was born to perform. I was born to perform. <laughs> and I said, me too. <laughs> and we were both very sincere about it. <laughs> it was a real roller coaster of emotions because oh. before we, uh, we had so much difficulty <sighs> doing, like setting everything up. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Amy's brother tried to explain it to us and it sounded like he was speaking a completely different language. Mm-hmm. He just said widgets like 5,000 times. Right. No idea what that means, but afterwards, we were just riding high. It was so much fun. Yeah. There were so many people there, and they were so nice, and and con- congrats yes. to our first ever trivia winner. BBQ Drew! That's right. I was like, what was it? BBQ something. BBQ Drew, congratulations to you. Congrats. I can't wait to send out your uh, your little, your bendy, your bendy booby. Superhero reflexes of a cat. Seriously, because that, that really is the trick. Be very fast. I know. Well, we, our first trivia, our questions were a little bit easier, so. Yeah, they really were. <laughs> a lot of people got like, I think all of the questions right, so it really depended on how quick you were, but. Just you wait. Next time, oh, those questions are going to be stupid hard. We're going to eat your ass for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and breakfast. And breakfast for leftovers. Yes. Because <laughs> your ass is huge. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. What are, we, what are we talking about today? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> today we're talking about season four, episode 18, Won't You Pee My Neighbor? I I know I'm not saying it right, but I just, in my mind, I'm saying, won't you be my neighbor? Right. So that's, won't you pee my, how is it? Won't you pee my neighbor? Pee my? Won't you pee my neighbor? Are we being incredibly insulting? No, I don't think I even like thought about it until we started <laughs> saying it out loud. I thought I, I felt confident. I felt good about it. I didn't give it a second thought. Well, I'm sorry if I made you feel bad about it. No, now I'm thinking about everything. (laughs) But thinking aside, Mm. that is the episode we're doing today. Yeah. And I think it's a pretty well-known one. Definitely. Because it's very Bobby heavy. So like any Bobby-centric episode, especially in the early seasons, everybody pretty much knows about them. But we add this whole new layer to him where mm-hmm. he might be this religious figure right and how it ends is so interesting and we're just like left with this knowledge that oh i think i think bobby might be the dalai lama right <laughs> and of course it's a white guy oh well, my god come on <laughs> in oh, texas yeah in texas god damn it <laughs> 
get out of here, Bobby. <laughs> well, I guess we'll find out if he does get out of here, huh? We'll see. We will find out. Uh, but before we do that, shout outs. Well, actually, oh. my shout out was going to be everyone that joined us for the first trivia night. Yeah, it was awesome. I know. We uh, got Amy's brother, Patrick. Shout out to Patrick to moderate. And uh, I remember Amy saying that Patrick was going to moderate. And I was like, what What would he do? Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, he'll be there in case like we get any like creeps and he can like kick them out. Or trolls. Or yeah. trolls. Um, and... Everyone ended up being so nice. At one point, he was just—he just commented, "I don't think I even need to be here." Everyone's so nice, <laughs> and we said, "Shut up, scum! You're staying." Yeah. <laughs> he did like initially kick uh, Coco Bug off for—I think he deleted one of her comments. <laughs> I, th- I think she referenced like gooshing or something. <laughs> no, spanking, gooshing. Somebody talked about gooshing. Of course oh, they did. Maybe, maybe, yeah. No, no, no. She she was talking about spanking, and yeah. she said, or they said, uh, I want to spank both of you because yeah. we were talking about Pat and Peggy, and of course we said, ha ha, and then Pat deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> he was really quick. I mean, yeah. like that was really uh, he was on top of it. That's for sure. But then, <laughs> then he was like, oh shit, I think that I wasn't supposed to delete that. <laughs> Uh, but that was a lot of fun, and I was, I mean, we were crying beforehand, so yep. I was just so excited that it went so well, and it was yeah. so much fun, and everyone was so nice. Of course. And uh, so I'm just super pumped for more trivia, give out more of those bendable bobbies, because Lord knows we have a lot of them. So many. We have a ton. <laughs> so many. Sometimes I just lay them out in a long line and just look at all of them. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Look at my treasures. Yeah, I'm just like, look at all of you. <laughs> but that's the, that was going to be my shout out this week. I had a lot of fun. Thank you, everyone. And congratulations again to Barbecue Drew. That's right. Okay. You precious little poo. <laughs> so my shout out this week is going to be for ev- to everybody who bought one of our shirts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, during... During the move, I took down our merch page and I, you know, I had a handful of shirts left, but I just thought there's no way in hell I can handle like, you know, making like shipping a shirt while I'm in the middle of moving. And then I (laughs) forgot (laughs) that I had taken down the merch page. And I think I saw I was I saw my shirt, my, you know, the one that I own of our Oh yeah, podcast shirt. I saw it in my closet and I was like, holy shit, I have a couple of these left. I need to put them up there. So I did. And we got a bunch of sales, like a bunch of people like almost cleaned us out of them. And so thank you so much, everyone. I really, we really appreciate it. Like your support means everything to us. Thank you so much. I can't wait to make more shirts. I know, but those shirts are so fucking cool. Like they really are. I mean, and shout out to Treehouse Creative. Well, that's why they're so cool. I know. They're just so well done. Yeah. So well done. So thank you everybody who bought a shirt. Where where can people pick up their their shirts if they don't have one yet? Ohyapod.com slash merch. So on to the episode? Yes. Wow. Alright. Alright, let's get into it. Season four, episode 18. Won't you pee my neighbor? Air date. March 19th, 2000. So we start out seeing the guys in the alley. Um, just having their beers and then Khan comes out and 
he simultaneously insults them while handing out RSVPs for his (laughs) um, New Year's party. He's hosting a PMI party to celebrate the beginning of the Lunar New Year. And I love this part because uh, this quote by Hank and then Dale um, Khan's handing out these invites and he's just like (laughs) kind of aggressive about it. And he's just like, here you go. RSVP. That means rendezvous see vous play which in redneck means pick up phone and call to give me a head count for my big laotian new year's party and hank's like new year's party we're not falling for a new year's party in april con and then dale's like we're not april fools <laughs> i know i love it because I, I do love con afterwards he's like you are dumb as chimps <laughs> I was like, Khan always has the best burns. I mean, it, he can't stand them, but I love that he's still inviting them to this yeah. party. Yeah. Then we cut to the next scene and we're at Khan's house. And he and Min learn that a group of Buddhist monks will be coming to town. Uh, they're coming to Arlen because they're looking for the reincarnated, reincarnated, reincarnated Lama Sanglug. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I think you are. Yeah, it's close. I'm apologies if I'm mispronouncing that um that they're looking in Arlen which I think is remarkable I know but man they're good at finding those llamas <laughs> they really are I mean they could be anywhere in the world <laughs> anywhere and apparently Arlen Texas where in the world is the Dalai Lama <laughs> reincarnated <laughs> sorry any of that's offensive <laughs> Where in the world? <laughs> I just picture all these. I was just gonna say we should have like, should, should be like, everybody get your Carmen San Diego <laughs> trench coat on and let's look for the Dalai I, Lama. I just picture all the Dalai Lamas in trench coats <laughs> with the collars popped up. God, chic and like the longest, most beautiful like black hair. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lucky Khan. The monks are going to come to his New Year's party. And he's pretty happy about this because, you know, status and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, So the monks are planning on going there, not just to hang out and have a good time and celebrate New Year's and Mm -hmm. blow off fireworks. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, They're going there to test who they believe are the two most likely candidates, which are apparently Connie and then Chain Wasana Song. I love that with... Like that part where they're saying, oh, they're going to come try and, you know, see if, you know, the Duama is here. And of course, Khan's talking about how Chain Wasana song might be, you know, the the Lama. And Connie's like, well, why would it be Chain? And he says something like, oh, he's third oboist and this blah, blah, blah. And Connie was just like, I'm first violinist and a Westinghouse winner. Yeah. How do you know I'm not the Lama? And I was like, fuck yeah, girl. And I love that Khan... I expected Khan to be like, well, maybe we'll see. But instead, he was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it is you. Yeah, yeah. The power. (laughs) (laughs) So the day comes of the test to see which child could possibly be the reincarnated version of Lama Senglug. And the test is uh, there's a beautiful rug laid out on some grass Mm -hmm. in Khan's backyard. And... Uh, there are a bunch of objects placed on the rug. And apparently these are objects that 
used to belong to Lama Senglog. And I guess the test is whoever chooses, or one of them belong to him. Uh-huh. And whoever chooses the correct one, they pass the first round right. of who's the next Lama. Right. Oh, it says here the monks believe that his spirit will be drawn, The whoever is the actual Lama, their spirit will be drawn to the object. Right. So that's like the whole point of the test. Um, so Connie gets to pick first, which is so lucky. Mm-hmm. And Bobby knows that she's been nervous about this test coming up. And of course, her parents are putting tons of pressure on her. And he tries to kind of make her laugh. So he walks up to the rug and there's a cane on the rug and he picks up the cane and he starts doing some like vaudeville routine. Yeah. Which. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. (laughs) Yeah. He's like that uh, WB frog. (laughs) (laughs) And at first, Connie and everyone is just like so inappropriate, like back off. Like you can't. You're just like making a mockery of everything. But then the monks are just like, oh, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up. They like drop to their knees and like. They just start like gossiping. They're like, can you believe it? Can you believe it? (laughs) And it (laughs) it turns out that. The cane was the object that previously belonged to the llama. And so the monks are just like, who's this like hot shot coming out of left field? <laughs> Maybe he's the next llama uh, Senglug. And so now they're going to start testing him too. He has to do a second test and he has to figure out like, he has to, so he has to do the second test to see if he picks another object and then that like confirms it. Just like so they can know for sure that it wasn't just random chance. Right. I mean, they should really have like 50 of these tests. There, and there should be a lot of different tests involved too, I would think, but <laughs> like. Yeah. I mean, like there's so much up to chance. If you do like a solid 40. There should be like a hundred objects. A hundred, yeah. Laid out. You have to, out of like 10,000, you have to pick out. The correct 100 and no mistakes. They're, okay, you get like two misses. And that's, that's it. But no more than that. Otherwise, you don't pass. Um, yeah, so Bobby, who saw it coming? Bobby passed the first test, not Connie, not Chain. So now he has this coming up. So he kind of starts preparing, even though... Mm-hmm. Hank is not into this. He's, oh, no. He's not excited about his son being a llama. No, he's like completely against it. He's horrified by the thought of it because he's, you know, he's like, oh, my God, you're going to go to hell because as Christians, we believe that literally only Jesus and God are the right way. And if you don't believe in them or you don't follow that, you're going to hell. And I don't even think he's like that religious. It's more no. just like this is different. You're that meditating. Kid. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, he really takes a- issue with it. Meanwhile, Peggy is kind of like Khan, where she's just like, the power! Oh, absolutely. Oh, my son is the next llama. <laughs> so screw your honor, child, you know. Your <laughs> honor school, whatever. So Bobby starts preparing for this test by, you know, doing the work. He starts, like, actually studying the essentials of Buddhism. And he just, he starts meditating, and it seems to, I mean... It seems to really agree with him. He's just so, I don't know, present. And he's just, I mean, he's just very llama. Well, yeah. But I feel like this is another one of those instances where Bobby's doing it. This is an act. Yeah. This is like another personality he can take on. 
And But he really puts his research into each role. Well, he really does. And that's what makes him a great comedian and potential potential like actor. You know, he 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 puts in the work. He really does. And there is also that added part where Connie was like, My religion isn't a joke. Like, you need to take this seriously. Yeah. This is a big deal to me. So I think I think we got both things going on. Yeah, absolutely. I do I mean a lot of the it seems like a lot of what Bobby is learning in his research really resonates with him. Um, so I'm glad to see that because there definitely is that part of him that is just taking on a character and just assuming a role. He's so method. But it's nice to know that he is not just trying to appropriate this culture. He's actually like educating himself. So that's right. That's good to see. I do agree with that because, you know, you see him, he, he's having like a, a dilemma over it. Like he, you know, he's like, I want to be with Connie and anyway, whatever. Yes, I agree with you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but Hank is just so frustrated by this. He just keeps trying to talk Bobby out of it. It's just driving Hank crazy. He's just not into it. He can't. I mean, Peggy has fully embraced it. <laughs> not not because she appreciates this spiritual uh, awakening that her mm-hmm. son ha- is maybe supposedly experiencing, but she just likes the power. But she's on board either way. Right. But Hank is not on board. So he ends up taking Bobby to church to talk to Reverend Stroop to be like, you got to talk him out of this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're, you're in charge of right. all of this like religious stuff talk him out of it i'm just gonna read this i wrote down this whole exchange starting at the hill house and ending up at the church and it's kind of long but i just love so many of the quotes mm-hmm. in these like scenes so hank walks in on bobby meditating and he's just like you know no no god dang way no way and bobby's just like dad i was this close to enlightenment like okay <laughs> After a day of meditating. And then Hank's just like, you can call putting paint on your head anything you want, but we're Christians and we don't do that kind of stuff. Why do you think we go to church every Sunday? For fun? <laughs> I love that. I wrote that whole thing down yeah. too. <laughs> and Bobby's like, why do we go to church? And Hank is like, because we're Methodist. And Bobby's like, yeah, I've been meaning to ask you, what is Methodism anyway? And so it cuts to them at church in Reverend Stroop's office and she's at her desk and they're on the other side of the desk. And clearly Hank took Bobby there for her to explain what Methodism is. And she explains Methodism is a rejection of Calvinism. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then Hank's just like, all right, you see, Bobby, you heard her. You can't be a llama. And Reverend Stroop is just like, oh, my God, llama, you're the boy. Congratulations. (laughs) And Hank's like, wait a second. Wait, we're supposed to be on the same team here. And Reverend Stroop says, of course we are. And she looks at Bobby. And she's like, Bobby, do you love Jesus? And Bobby says, with all my heart. And Hank's like, Buddhist liar. <laughs> and then Reverend Stroop even says, like, Mr. Hill, I would prefer if Bobby were simply a devout Methodist. But if he can use this experience to connect to his spirituality sincerely. And then he cuts her off and he's like, yeah, OK, we're running late, Reverend. I'll see you on Sunday. He just totally blows her off he, like, because she's not telling Bobby what he wants her to. And then she's just like on their way out. We could use an extra heart at the homeless prayer service on Saturday. And <laughs> Hank's just like, I'll mention it to the missus. <laughs> God damn it. Uh huh. Such a hypocrite. Oh, yeah, of course. So 
Bobby is still, he's not dissuaded. He's still going to um, take the test. And then I think we see him and Connie at school. Mm-hmm. And they run into Chain. And Chain is just like, oh, snarky comment, snarky comment. And Bobby's just like, well, whatever. Because snarky, snarky, I'm a llama, maybe snarky. And then <laughs> Chain's like, well, you know what? I'm glad I'm not going to be a llama because they can't date girls. And you know I gotta get down on that <laughs> i gotta get it in yeah i'm chain <laughs> and so this takes connie and bobby by surprise like apparently llamas can't have girlfriends mm-hmm. if they can't have girlfriends then they probably can't have sex that's right or get married that's right or whatever so this is when bobby starts questioning like can i even take this test like then i'll have to break up with connie this is a really big commitment Right. Am I prepared for this as a child? <laughs> right. And then Connie's like, well, if you don't take the test, I will break up with you. Yeah. She's like, you have to take the test. If you are the next llama, I can't carry the weight of depriving a llama of being a llama. I can't take that away from the world. That's just not something I can participate in. So you good, have. To- good for her. I know. God, so I would have been like, don't take it. <laughs> she really is like, I mean, it's just so genuine and sincere yes. and like good yes and so bobby's like here's his conflict he's like oh my god so i have to take this test but i want to be with connie and what am i gonna do um bobby's stressing about all this stuff but he doesn't know what to do and look out because now the day of the test has come and he still doesn't know what he's gonna do he's so conflicted he can't not take the test but he doesn't want to take the test so it's the day of the test and he goes to it he's doing it out of respect for connie Mm -hmm. and it's the same type of thing a gorgeous rug is laid out you know that thing is like three thousand dollars at pottery barn (laughs) pottery barn it's thrushation dollars (laughs) at pottery barn fucking jackass jesus christ never mind that's true i just assumed it was like hundreds of years old but maybe (laughs) I mean, like the, you know, the Pottery Barn has stolen the oh, yeah. image and then made their own and still charging like $3,000. I know. All, everything those monks have, I'm just like, that is so anthropology. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, the, they have their beautiful Pottery Barn rug laid out. <laughs> and it's their anthropology housewares. Yes. <laughs> and they have. A bunch of objects laid out again, one of which belonged to the late Lama Senglog. And it's the same deal. That if Bobby is the Lama, then the spirit within him should guide him to the correct object. And everyone is there. Everyone in the neighborhood is just gathered around. I mean, I love that everyone like just gets together for these like things. Yeah. Any other situation, it would just be like, all right, we're going to pop in the backyard real quick. Nobody in the neighborhood would like know or care what we're doing, you know? Anyway, everyone is there. Everyone is watching Bobby. They're in like a semicircle and he's in mm-hmm. the middle with the rug and all of the stuff. And the monks are there and everyone's waiting. What is he going to pick? What is he going to pick? And he's looking at all of the stuff and kind of looking at Connie a little bit and doesn't know what to do. But then he sees that one of the objects on the rug is a mirror. And he kind of like 
angles himself so that he could see Connie in the mirror. Mm. He could see her reflection on the mirror, on the rug, on the ground. And he's like, I can choose anything on this rug, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And one of the monks is just like, yeah, what, what are say? you, what are you <laughs> trying to, you know, what scheme are you coming up with? And Bobby's like, anything. <laughs> and he's like, yes. <laughs> and Bobby's like, okay, you said so. I choose Connie. And everyone's just like, Connie's not on that rug. (laughs) What are you talking about? And he's like, yes, she is. And he points to the mirror and you can see Connie's reflection in the mirror. And he's like, I choose Connie. And so that settles it. The test is over. Bobby has chosen Connie. And technically, Connie was never owned by Lama (laughs) Sayyid. As far as we know. She was never like his property. No. So (laughs) does not count. And so Bobby is officially not going to be a llama. So everyone just kind of like goes home. But then the monks, you notice them kind of like all a Twitter, just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Did you see that? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All a Twitter. Yeah. (laughs) These monks were just losing it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do we say something? No. Do we say something? This is so awkward. Yeah. Weird. Incredible. I I don't know. I am what do you think? literally losing my fucking mind. And like one of the monks is just like, that mirror belonged to Lama Senglug. He picked it. Mm-hmm. Like he picked con- that girl's reflection, but it was like through the mirror. So doesn't that count? And like the main monk is just like, yeah, it's a tough call, but I'm going to say it doesn't count. And, and it's, you know. Just one of those things. Yep. Back, back it up. Back to searching. Where in the world is that llama? <laughs> um, Let's go to Iowa next. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe another white guy there. Yeah. Will. <laughs> There's only like three houses there. It'll be really easy to rule it out. <laughs> <laughs> and Hank is relieved. Bobby and Connie are excited that they get to not have to break up Jesus yeah. <laughs> and they get to not have to which is wonderful <laughs> and um that's pretty much the end yeah. of the story but it's just crazy because we're all just like oh shit the mirror right is he or isn't he yeah mm, I don't know I don't know I'd put that on my resume if I was him <laughs> I know right very good, Jackie. Yay. Thank you. So, Amy, tell me, give me your quotes and whatever you wrote down. Tell me everything. Yes. All right. I got I got a few. I mean, really, this is chock full of quotes, huh? Um, chock. Chock. All right. So, I said a couple. You said a couple. I do want to say Bobby is a very good boyfriend in this episode. Mm-hmm. He, like takes her to a Buddhist, I guess it's kind of like a meeting or whatever. They're, you know, they're all, it's a gathering of Buddhists in Arlen. Takes Connie there when she's like kind of pissed at him for the whole picking, being possibly the the llama. Yeah, just (laughs) out of the blue. Yeah. So, you know, he's, he's like, I'm really trying to like respect this and understand it. And, you know, I want to do this with you because you're important to me. So he's really good, like, just good in this episode. And and like you were saying, like, he has that moment where he's just really torn on what to do. And he even, like, tries to meditate on it. And he, like, calls out, like, 
Lama Sanglug, what should I do? And he's like, wait, I'm fucking Lama Sanglug. Oh, and he's like, what do I do? He looks at his belly, <laughs> which Aww. is good. Gut instinct. He's trying yes. to go with his gut instinct. Like, what do I do? And he's just really torn up about it. And then that scene where he picks Connie, I definitely teared up. It's, it's re- so sweet. I remember when I first watched this episode I remember it felt like I was throwing such a curveball. I was like, oh, yeah, didn't see that coming. So smart. Yeah. And so sweet. I mean, so smart of him. And then to have the added thing afterwards where they're just like, the mirror belonged to him. And yes, I was like, bl- I was blown away by that ending. I know. When I first saw it. So good. So good. I just, oh, Bobby is just wonderful in this episode. He really? really is. He's really great. Um, I love Connie and Bobby in this episode they're so mature for being 12 years old in this like they they have a really good relationship aren't they like doing the dishes together at one point or is that another episode I'm thinking of that's a that's the oh oh when aisle 8a yeah that's right but yeah they do like funny things where it's just like in they are doing the dishes in that episode and then in this episode she they're just sitting on the couch she's laying with her feet on his lap it's just like this is like a young married couple. Right. Well, and I love the scene where they're at the playground and they're in that big, like, rocket ship thing. And <laughs> it's it's be- another beautiful animation scene where, like, it's this gorgeous sunset. Like, purples and pinks and oranges. And it's just, like, really rich and pretty. And they're both meditating together. And, I mean, I, I, wrote, I wrote down this quote by Con- uh, Connie because I love her. She... She says, all I hear is my dad's ignorance and my mom's empty-headed materialism. No, wait, wait. I hear my dad's empty-headed materialism, too. (laughs) That's the loudest. (laughs) (laughs) But, and then Bobby's just like, oh, you just gotta let it go. There's nothing you can do about it. And he's just like, be free, baby. And then she's like, kiss me, Sanglug. And they just share this really, really lovely kiss. Yeah. It's so good. Their relationship is so good in this episode. Um, I love, <laughs> I love when Hank prays oh. to to God so to make Bobby fail the test. I, I wrote down the whole he's the out, whole prayer. He's outrageous. He's such a hypocrite in this episode. He just he he waits for Peggy to go into the bathroom to do this prayer because like he, he's like Peggy's into it and I need to like hide this that I don't want him to be a llama so he just says Lord Hank Hill here <laughs> sorry about missing the homeless prayer service <laughs> now about Bobby I'm pretty sure we're on the same page about the llama thing I was kind of hoping that you would just have him fail this test tomorrow you know like you've had him fail so many other tests in the past <laughs> and then and then he hears like Peggy coming out of the bathroom and he's like oh uh and the st- starving kids gotta go amen yeah he like starts to get up and then like goes back down he's like oh and the starving kids too and then <laughs> i love gotta go amen <laughs> like he needs to hang up the phone or something <laughs> god <sighs> i love when after bobby picks the cane the first time and they're like oh well we need the you know we need you guys to stay here to do the other test they're the main monk is saying this to the other monks and they're like, well, where are we going to stay? And they're like, well, guess what? We have a Buddhist family right here to yes. Khan and Min. And Khan goes, oh, good company. <laughs> I, just, I love it. I would be like, ugh, no. And it's like the one white guy. 
<laughs> yeah, they're just like, you have to stay with them. Yeah. And he's like, come on. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm surprised they don't have a guest room. He has to sleep on the couch. I am surprised by that, by them not having a guest room. You would think they would have like a three, three, two. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hmm. Like at least a three, one and a half. At least. There's a really just, just <laughs> poor Bobby. He's, he's awesome. But like his parents don't realize that he is awesome and that girls are going to love him, mm-hmm. you know, and he's going to always have a girlfriend. But it's when Con invites them and they see Connie and Bobby hanging out together and Bobby does some sort of Charleston to make her laugh and Peggy like looks at Hank and she's like, we're going to that party. Yeah. Like we're going to that party. They are Connie's parents and it's not like there is a stream of girls lining up to date Bobby. There is one. Yeah. <laughs> and Hank's like, there used to be none. I know. <laughs> and let's see. Towards the end where Hank is just trying to convince Bobby not to take the test. He goes, don't take the test tomorrow. Bobby says, I have to. Hank just goes, what do, What have they got on you, boy? Yeah, what have they got on you, boy? <laughs> I know, and he's, I'm in a bond, oh, wait, no, I'm in a bind here. Connie said she'd have to dump me if I don't take the test. And Hank just says, well, we definitely can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> what a pickle for Hank. I know, oh, poor Hank. Poor Hank. <laughs> and of course, you know, last one, because I've just been talking for so long. But last one is uh, just some good Peggy stuff where, you know, of course she screams about her kid being God to billions of Asians, which is just insane. Why do you care that somebody oh, has I, an honor student? I wrote that down because she's in her car and the car in front of her has one of those bumper stickers that says, you know, my child is an honor student at whatever elementary school. And <laughs> of course she takes it personally. Of course. And she pulls up next to the car and rolls down her windows and she's just like, Oh, yeah. Well, my child has got to billions of Asians. <laughs> it's insane. And then and then when Bobby does his second test, she goes up to the monks and she's like, do you think maybe I should pick? And he's like, no. I wrote that down. <laughs> I wrote that down, too. Uh, Bobby's like, I can pick anything on this rug. All right. I pick Connie right there in the mirror. And then it's the test is over and everyone's walking away and Peggy walks up to that monk and she's just like, do you think maybe I should pick? Like, God, Peggy! No, no go home, Peggy. Go home. You should go home. <laughs> you should go, go home, Peggy. <laughs> and then last one with Peggy where she's, She's laughing after the first test. They're, it's her and Hank are like getting ready for bed. And she goes, <laughs> oh, and they thought it would be Connie. Well, I always knew my Bobby was destined for greatness. To be perfectly honest, didn't see Llama. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally no one saw that, baby. Yeah, right? <laughs> all right, that's it. That's all I've got. How about you, Jack? I think, I mean, I think almost all of my, everything I wrote down. Well, no, I, I have stuff. Okay, here we go. Um... In the beginning, after Khan hangs, or after Khan hands out uh, his New Year's invites, and he goes back inside. Hank's talking to the guys in the alley, and he's just like, "All right, I guess this is a legit New Year's party." To be honest, I think I'm gonna RSVP that I'm not going. And then Dale's like, "Nope," and Boomhauer's like, "Nah." And then Bill's like, "Je réponds non, absolument non." Wow, very good. <laughs> that was well done. I'm sure that was wildly incorrect, but he basically says, "I'm abs- like I'm absolutely not gonna RSVP." <laughs> but we get some Bill French. I know, I and love I love it. it. It's good. <laughs> just out of nowhere, just angry. Yeah. Absolutely no. <laughs> um, another Bill moment where <laughs> that 
uh, Monk is staying with Khan and the Super Nuisance phones, and the guys are out in the alley, and the Monk is standing out there with them while they're drinking their beers. And Bill asks him, so how long have you been celibate? And the monk says, three years. And then Bill's just like, ah. And he kind of just like is swirling his beer. And then he's just like, the fourth year's the tough one. Oh, oh man. <laughs> that is a long time. Yeah. <laughs> and it seems like he's well past his fourth year. That's what I was going to say. I mean, he definitely went past four. Yep. <laughs> but that one actually reminds me of when... Uh, like Connie and Bobby are like so upset that they might have to break up. And uh, later that night, Con and Min and Connie and the monk are having dinner and Con just toasts everyone and just goes to the celibacy of monks. Yeah. <laughs> and the monk, and the monk is just sitting there and he's got like a glass of milk that he like, <laughs> he's like, okay. <laughs> Great. Imagine cheersing milk about you like never having sex again. I know. Okay. <laughs> Um, uh, the last thing I had written down was just in my research, I came across uh, something that it briefly mentioned that the plot of this episode is loosely based on a 1993 movie called Little Buddha. And oh. one of the people starring in it is Keanu Reeves. He, oh, I think he I've never seen the movie, but based on the synopsis, it, it um, he plays Siddhartha and I guess like. Well, okay. So there are these Tibetan monks and they're searching the entire world for a child who might be uh, the reincarnated version of a great Buddha leader, it says here. Uh, They end up making their way to Seattle, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because there's like a white family living there who have like a precious little white son and they think he he's a candidate for possibly being this next llama and it's between him and maybe two tibetan children and i don't know i think there are maybe some flashbacks where he's learning about like buddhism and keanu reeves is siddhartha and I don't know. I've never seen it, but I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious too because it's 1993 Keanu Reeves. So you know it's horrible acting, uh, but he's incredibly incredible. That's what I was. Gonna, yeah. You know it's incredibly hot, Keanu. Absolutely. I mean, he's he's. Although I don't know, I think he's fucking hot as hell now. I love and, I love a well aged man and incredible actor now. Yeah, he's so much better. It's like he he was hot, but now he's like double hot and. A great actor. Yeah, he rules. He was a little... I wonder if it was just like the style of acting in the 90s being like a young hottie. <laughs> but there were some... Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to criticize him. No. he's a. He seems like a wonderful, wonderful person. He is. And he was in Everyone, Break Brink, which is one of the best movies ever. And he's in those John Wick movies. Mm-hmm. And those are really good. <laughs> I'm telling you, they're really good. Amy, it's going to be just like Magic Mike. You're I, not, I don't know. I don't know about that. A few years from now, we're going to watch it and you're going to love years it. years from now? You're right. You're, it's gonna Once I you wear years. you down. It's going to take you years. I don't know. I mean. You're not going to be as worked up. I was going to say, am I going to get as horned up? Probably no, not. don't have that. Expe- I mean, no. You could because he's so hot. He is. But so there's too much going on. Um. Anyway, they find this kid and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I guess the plot is loosely, supposedly loosely based on that 1993 movie, Little Buddha. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And that's, that's about all I have. Should we get into listener comments? We should. Do we have a song? We don't. We don't have a so- any song? I don't think so. All right. Well, you know what? I'm excited. We'll go into the vault and I'm just going to pick an episode at random. Okay. Or should I pick one a year from now? Just do whatever you, whatever you please. I'll just see how the mood strikes me as I go into the vault. <laughs> All right. So we don't have a listener comment song this week. So please send your listener comment song in if you want. Because if you're the only one, then you're definitely going to get played in the next episode or so. You can email us at hello at hoyapod or call our number 386-530-3876. And that spells funk 30 firm with a u with a u with a u yeah firm (laughs) all right so i went into the vault and picked an episode at random completely random (laughs) and i just landed on an episode from season three nine pretty darn angry men and here i can't remember what the song is so i have no idea i'm about to play it here it is all right yes we have a listener comment song. Now, I don't know. This is a long one. This one's a little bit longer, so it looks a little bit different. Looks a little bit, a little bit different, but here we go. Okay, it is from Charlie W. And it, the subject says, play the gambler. <laughs> and the body says, oh hi God, there, love the pod. I heard some pretty fine listener compositions and wanted to contribute. Hope you all use it understand if you don't oh stop okay best charlie charlie we're playing this right now are you ready stop it charlie shut up i'm playing it all right (laughs) so the title of it is ho yeah edm Ooh. Mm. are you ready yeah all right let's do this let's do this Char- thank you again, Charlie. Yay. Charlie, shut up! Shut up! God! <laughs> thank you so much. That that That's one of the good ones. That is a good one. That's one of the good ones. You cannot deny that one. No. All right, listener comments. I'm going to get right into one. We, got, we actually got a DM, uh, so a longer of comments. So here we go. It's from Brendan of the Cult. And they said, I have been waiting for this episode since I found you guys. It's without a doubt my favorite episode. A lot of people I know don't care for King of the Hill, and I can't really blame them. Taken at face value, a lot of the characters can be unlikable a lot of the time. But this is the episode I beg them to watch. The ending is my favorite ending to a King of the Hill episode and maybe any episode of television ever. Wow. Fully believe Bobby is Sanglug. 
and the perfection of his devotion to Connie makes me furious. They break up so early and never get back together. This is peak King of the Hill and will forever be my number one. Oh, very good. Beautiful. Perfectly put. I I agree. I think he is uh, Lama Sanglag. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, By underscore dangerously, the chain train stops for the ladies. (laughs) (laughs) So we got a bunch of people. Uh, Bender's Redemption, Ryan Film Lover, Afro Stash, Bootstrap Billy, and Catherine Moore all saying, well, my son is God to billions of Asians. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And another quote that I saw a lot of people mention, well, at least a few people, Simpsons fights, Katie Milady. Oh, I guess it was just two. (laughs) I thought it was more. A quote by Hank. You're talking like a song from The Lion King. (laughs) God. (laughs) Ild underscore Sild and Enchanted Ways and Reiki Rose all say, Buddhist liar. Yeah. (laughs) Those were, uh, those quotes really resonated with people. Mm -hmm. A quote by Hunter L. Velliot or Hunter L. Veliet, Bobby learns and applies Buddhist philosophy to his life so quickly in this one. Agreed. Yeah, he really goes for it. Yeah, he really educates himself. Nurzen Embers says, as a Buddhist, this is one of my fave episodes, and I'm a firm believer that Bobby is the true Lama. Catherine Moore says, this is as close to an Avatar King of the Hill crossover as we will get. Now, I've never seen Avatar. Have you? No, I haven't. Okay, so neither of us knows what that means. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Everyone everyone else listening is just like, oh, yeah, I could see that. (laughs) Weeberg Art says, Dale thinks it's a yard sale. (laughs) When he sees all the items laid out. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right, and my last one here, it's two people, Katie Milady, or M. Lady, and... Jaron Walshack, I'll say the fourth year of celibacy is the tough one. (laughs) The fourth year is the hardest. (laughs) Oh, and my last one will be one that I missed earlier um, by the one and only underscore Robin when that monk bests Hank. And Hank says, you're talking like a song from the Lion King. (laughs) (laughs) That monk does best Hank. I know. Hank doesn't know what to do with them just being like, well, if my ass is supposed to be kicked, then it's going to be kicked. And he's just like, what? No. What? I'm leaving. Be aggressive. Back nah. at me. I'm going home. Nah. <laughs> Very good listener comments, everybody. Thanks. Real nice. <laughs> Amy. Yes. You want to go first for trivia? I will go first for trivia. I'm pulling this one out of my ass as usual. Sorry. (laughs) I know. I watched her. Bless you. I watched. I sat here and watched you just frantically search the internet. (laughs) And I didn't even find anything. So I'm pulling this again, pulling this one out of my ass. All right. We're going to be waiting for our email of 50 trivia questions for Amy. (laughs) Whoever's next in line to do it. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay. So, okay. To ring in the new year. The Lunar New Year during PMI. What is one of the traditional things that they do? Oh my God. Uh, um, 
I have no idea. <laughs> they throw water on themselves to like wash away the last year. You remember that scene in the no. ep- in the show? <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Wow. Yeah, in the very beginning when they're all there, uh Bill comes up and like throws a glass of water in Hank's face. <laughs> and then fucking Dale pours a beer on his head. <laughs> I forgot all about that. All right, good. <laughs> well, well done. Thank you. <laughs> all right, I guess you won't be needing to email Amy those questions. No, please, God, please do. <laughs> all right, and mine? Yeah, I let's guess hear it. mine now? All right. I guess yours. Okay, don't look. I, I can't see how. Okay. <laughs> I have three. First one Amy. Yes. What instrument does Chain play? Oboe? Yes! Okay. <laughs> and what position does he play? Mm, I think, I can't remember if it's second or third. I'm going to say third. No. It's second? It is. Oh, I thought for sure you were going to Damn. Say That's okay. You could say it again. He probably I'll... deserves third. Yeah, because he's a turd. Mm-hmm. Turd the third. <laughs> <laughs> we used to know somebody named Turd the third, so it's funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, next question. When Connie was uh, a young child, mm-hmm. she had a pet goldfish. What did she name it? According to Con. Sanglug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, whoops. Those were all my questions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, do you know what the next episode is? I do. It's Hank's bad hair day. Whoops. Uh-oh. Hank looks like a mess in this next episode. He looks like Guy Fieri at one point. He sure does. And then he looks like, what, a 90s George Clooney with those Caesar, yes. Caesar bangs? Yes. It's all, then at one point we noted he looked like Jeffrey Dahmer. His hair's all over the place. Yes. What a mess. What a mess. And meanwhile, we get to laugh heartily at dementia and <laughs> cognitive decline. Yeah. It's great. It's a great episode. It's going to be a, a lot of fun. So tune in next week. That's right. For that. <laughs> and please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Ho Yeah Pod. Uh, you could send your song, your listener comment songs. Like we said, we don't have any ready to go right now. Mm-hmm. So if you send one in and nobody else sends one in, I mean, it's guaranteed. Yep. You're going to get it. Yeah. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. All right, everybody. Listen, until next time. And lastly, oh. congratulations <laughs> again to Barbecue Drew. That's right. In the trivia, you beautiful poo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And until next time. Via Condios! Woo!